Hi everyone, welcome back to another Lead Pod episode. Today we're going to be diving into fast fashion and the implications of fast fashion. So today we have me, Shanti, and me, Sarah. Hi, I'm Ayat and I use she her pronouns. Um, I'm Miriam. I also use she her pronouns. Hi, I'm Christina, and I also use she, her pronouns. Okay, awesome. So for today, we're just going to start with some starting points about how fast fashion is a trend. I guess fast fashion is like the way that trend cycles move in especially like the last 10 years. I did my IB personal project about fast fashion. Um, But basically what I learned is that like we go through 52 trend cycles a year, which is a new trend cycle every single week. So people will like overconsume just to keep up with trends. Like the, they're buying a whole new closet like every couple of weeks just to keep up. And it's an extremely unsustainable way of living. First of all, it's so bad for the planet. It leads to like a ton of waste. And people are like, well, I just sent it to the thrift store. No one wants your clothes from Shein at the thrift store. Like that stuff gets put in the landfill. Nobody, nobody buys that at the thrift store. So I don't, I don't know. Fast fashion is something I'm really passionate about. And it just, the industry just makes me so mad. Like all of its environmental and like humanitarian implications are just like awful. Yeah, to add on what to what Miriam said in the beginning about the first, uh, the past 10 years, I feel like this is just a short point, but I feel like with the growth of social media and with everybody using like TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, fast fashion has become way more of a problem because people are setting like expectations for like young adults and teens to like have like a certain type of wardrobe for every season, every month and stuff like that. So it's like people are like young kids are impressionable young kids are more inclined to ask their parents, save money and try to get like those new wardrobes or closets like every, like in short periods of time. So yeah, that's also not sustainable at all. Yeah, and like another thing, um, when Maria brought up Sheen, I just remember this. So sometimes what will happen, I've noticed, is like a small business will come out with like a certain style or a certain pattern. And um, usually what people end up doing is instead of buying from that small business for whatever reason, they'll wait until like Sheen, H&M, ROM, whatever, like come out with that in like a with like a much cheaper price even though like it's probably because of cheaper labor and like we we don't we'll get into like child labor in a little bit but like it's it's made with cheaper labor so people will just wait until those like brands come out with it and then just buy it and like i know this we're still early on in the episode but i think it's important to bring up the fact that like while we're talking about like bad consumers I don't like I speak for myself and in the sense that like I'm not referring to people who are unable to afford anything besides like H&M, Sheen, whatever, because like if that's what they can afford, like I can't like, you know, there isn't much you can do about it. But when I'm seeing these like $900, $700 hauls on like TikTok and YouTube, it's like, okay, clearly you could afford like the good quality and like sustainable clothes. So like you know, why not spend money on those sustainable clothing instead of like wasting it on clothes that first of all, you know that it's going to go out of style in a few weeks or rip because I know people who have like clothes from Sheen, like they rip literally in a week. So. Right. And I was also going to say, like, 
those YouTubers or like TikTokers who do those massive hauls, you know that they're being paid like insane amounts by the brands like Shein or whatever to do those hauls. And especially like someone talked about um, how young kids are really easily like swayed or like impressionable, right? I feel like that's just not helping the entire thing because when they see their like favorite YouTubers or TikTokers or celebrities endorsing those brands, it kind of makes it even worse. So, um, I mean, I haven't really thought about ways that we would be able to like combat um, like the spread of fast fashion towards the young audiences, but I think definitely um, these like celebrities promoting these um, fast fashion brands, it's just like making it so much worse. Yeah, and on the topic of ways to not promote it, I literally just searched it up. So I'm just gonna read it off and you guys can let me know your thoughts. So we have number one, buy less. And I think that goes into the other point that Christina may or may not have brought up yet, but it's like some people can't afford it. And then buy clothes from sustainable brands. I think that's also ties into that point since they can be more expensive and buy better quality. And think twice before throwing out your clothes. I think those are all valid. I think they just have their own implications in different scenarios. Like some people can't afford certain things, so we can't like you know say hey you're buying from fast fashion or something but there's also the thing where if you are able to afford more sustainable brands or more expensive brands even if they are more sustainable then always vie for that option like i know someone i'm not gonna like name names or anything but i know someone who buys from sheen regularly and she like bought a whole haul like a couple months ago but she doesn't wear the clothes repeatedly or for long periods of time and i think that pays like plays a role in what we do because if she doesn't wear them for long periods of time chances are it's going to end up in like a landfill or something like that and just pollute even more so like i guess just upcycling clothes would be a better option than you know you can i think it's okay to buy from them if you don't have the resources to buy anywhere else but also like upcycling whatever you have like the fabric and stuff yeah speaking of what you said with the brands i think it's also very important so like let's say you want to spend your money on something right it's very important to like research the brand before you get into buying anything research if they're not using child labor research their product quality research many things like that and know that the brand is supporting a cause that you like and also that's just going to help you maintain your clothes longer if it's good quality you're gonna hold on to that piece so much longer than you're gonna hold on to like a very flimsy shirt from Shein and yeah basically yeah I think another thing somebody brought up how like a lot of influencers get like um sponsored by like Shein or like all these like fast fashion companies and I think like one of I guess a way to combat it is like for those sustainable brands to um i guess like reach out more and like find a better community because like i the, for example like i know the brand mingle london and i they are on the like pricier side but i feel better spending my my money on like a solid pair of like pants or skirt or whatever that i'll wear from them because i know that they're made sustainably and i know that like because they, they're like um like usually on what on companies that are like sustainably made like it says somewhere like their approval or whatever but i feel better spending money on that than like you know buying like something from like i don't know like sheen or whatever so 
But the only way I found out about Mingan London was like the depths of TikTok, like scrolling for hours and hours. So I feel like it'd be a lot like better just for the community in general if like if influencers were like I'm not entirely sure how the sponsorship thing works, but I just think like in general if influencers were getting sponsored more by these sustainable brands, especially bigger ones. Like I'm I'm sure if like you were seeing Emma Chamberlain like promote xyz sustainable brand like it would have it would blow up a lot more than like um a tiktoker posting like about sheen or something like that yeah and going off of your point um like when you mentioned you had to scroll for hours and hours on tiktok just to find that one brand i feel like it's kind of worth it in the end so like it should be more normalized to kind of work hard and have to put in effort to find like good clothes because right now it's kind of a trend to just go online find a website and just like you know add things to your cart right that's kind of um how the fast fashion brands also work like they kind of profit a lot off of their online websites because it makes it really easy for people to just like buy a lot of things but once you actually put an effort to find these brands to find maybe small businesses also that might be um more dedicated towards like the environmental side of fashion i feel like it's so much more worth it and like you'll feel also a lot better spend your money your money towards that yeah i definitely agree but i also like want to shed light on the fact that it's not all the consumer in fact it's mostly not the consumer it's mostly the industry and like the production process of it because like when you look into the fast fashion process, like the way, like even the way they make their garments, like the way they cut out like the patterns for their clothes, they have like a huge sheet of fabric, they laser cut the fabric out. There's enormous amounts of waste of fabric they just throw away. And then they like have the children sew together the garments for them. And that's why Shein can sell stuff for like 20 cents because they, it, it, the production process is so fast that they can make so many products in like in X amount of time. So I think I think it's not all the consumer. I think the consumer should definitely take responsibility, but um, especially when we're talking about like the ethics of it, I think most of the responsibility like needs to be placed on the industry. Yeah, so I just came in. My name is Antra. I'm a junior and I use she, her pronouns. And I'll just kind of like talk about like my stance basically like on fast fashion. So I feel like I'm like one of those people that like might say one thing. Oh yeah, fast fashion is terrible. Yeah, I know like the statistics and stuff. But most of the stores that are kind of around us does use fast fashion. And when they are like a more eco-friendly type of find, then it's like gonna be double, triple the price than it would be like a, I don't know, like a normal store, like Zara. Now, again, that they do use like fast fashion products and stuff, yet like it'll probably be cheaper than like Aritzia or something or like some other like eco-friendly stores, sustainable stores, because it's like you're paying like triple the price for like the same thing so i think that's kind of like fast fashion has really gone into like the whole marketing aspect of everything too because it's like 
of course they're going to be cheaper because again it's like fast fashion and they're using like slave labor from like young kids in like south asian countries a lot of them are again like women who have these jobs but like if they don't do fast fashion then they really don't have any other job for women in society for some south asian countries not all of them or in not even in all regions but it's like even when you do take away that job it's kind of like what do they do then so yeah yeah and i wanted to like bring up a point i think someone brought up tiktok a while ago and i think i totally agree with Miriam. like it's not entirely the consumer's fault but i also think social media plays a role in it like tiktok has so many micro trends that like for example i forgot what the brand was but like those airy leggings or something that were really trending for a while and then everyone bought them and then now it's like no longer trending or something and then people just buy stuff in bulk and then when it's no longer trending they throw it out it's like these small things can make such a big impact on the climate and also i guess the company's revenue too like if we wanted to do a micro trend from a small business or something then it would be yes it would be good initially but then once that trend is over like their entire revenue is gone like i think there's ways to be sustainable about micro trends like i guess not having them but also like making sure that we have those materials and then we say hey let's make it a trend to like upcycle it or something i don't know but like this social media in general i feel like it can help with the awareness of it but then it can also take away the benefits of the awareness by just contributing to it even more yeah also i feel like like going on the topic of like trends and micro trends i feel like um especially with like our generation it's it's so normalized to be like if you're not following this trend right now like you literally have no fashion taste like literally what are you doing right with your life right now like go to h&m and get this thing you know and it kind of sucks because you like i know at least for me i get guilt sometimes because i'm like i'm like walking around zara h&m whatever and i'm like okay i really want this thing because it's a trend right now but i know if i buy it like i'm gonna be thinking about like how it was made but like it's just like a bunch of thoughts at once so this is about to sound very like i'm not like other girls but like i think it's okay to not be following trends sometimes like literally i like the people i follow on tiktok fashion wise are the ones who like have their own style and don't follow like everything on tiktok which isn't necessarily a bad thing if you're like doing it right like if you're like being aware of what you're buying but I don't know i feel like there's so much pressure to like be be on the trends every single time with i don't know i feel like it we're just so pressured to be constantly like following the trends and like you have to pick the buy this thing and like wear this pattern and whatever when it's like like i don't know how to explain it but like it's okay to not be basically and like there's nothing wrong with just you know wearing one what makes you comfortable but also just like what you feel like like you don't need to be following all the trends at all times because that only adds to like microtrends and like wasting your clothes and things like that yeah i think like again with like the whole tiktok thing like tiktok is very much like kind of like cancels things that like you know one person like stops wearing them so like like skinny jeans for example like a lot there was like this whole thing like if you wear skinny jeans and like what are you doing right now but like honestly it's like whatever makes you comfortable like if you like wearing skinny jeans go ahead if you like wearing baggy jeans then like go ahead like honestly no one cares and i think with like people that do care about fashion they always are like kind of thinking about like 
how people will perceive them and they're like well you know number one is people are going to perceive me from like my outside and if I want to like dress nice I feel like a lot of the times when people kind of care about fashion or whatever they honestly just care about other people's opinions and that can kind of like go into like a whole psychology effect and talk about that type of stuff but it's kind of like it's just like different for everyone and you know like some people care about fashion some people don't but I think one of my like big things is like don't like lead into trends that you don't even like the trend when it is a trend if that makes sense like that's just like terrible because it's like you're not even gonna wear it when you do have it and then you've just like profited fast fashion in the process so just like try to buy clothes that you feel that you can wear like for three to four years and that they're a good quality piece like honestly me like I think like thrifting is like a great thing I know there's like a whole thrifting trend as well but I feel like that's a good trend because I know like some people talk about how like oh now there's so many people thrifting so the people that really do need those clothes what about them well honestly like most of the clothes that do go to like thrift stores or like goodwill and stuff like that like most of them get thrown out anyways so I think it's like amazing that people are kind of reusing clothes and like trying to buy clothes that are like just like more sustainable and that are more like basics in your closet that you can kind of layer or piece together with like other you know like clothes I think you should kind of buy like less statement pieces and more clothes that you feel that you can wear in your everyday life because I have like so many clothes and I'm like these are literally trends and like I I can't wear them anymore which is so messed up like you can wear trends whenever you want because whatever makes you comfortable again is what you should wear yeah, to add on to what Antra said, that is so true the beginning of what she said. Like, people tend to project their opinions on others, which I guess sometimes they're, like, looking out for them, I guess, like, fashion statement-wise. At the same time, that can be extremely toxic. Like, last year, there was, like, this whole, like, revolt, like, against skinny jeans. And then I was like, okay, well, I only have skinny jeans. Like, what am I supposed to do now? And then, like, I was kind of, like, indirectly forced into like kind of changing my style like I fell victim to it not gonna lie but like I feel like sometimes people buy clothes and they don't even like them and once they go out of style they're just like yeah I always thought that was so tacky I always thought that that was such an ugly piece blah 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 blah, blah. especially on social media so escaping these trends are kind of like impossible even if you like the piece before it was actually famous because then you're going to get hit on it once it dies down. But that's just, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that because I remember last summer, everyone was like obsessed with like the indie kid style. And then now, like I remember this summer, everyone's like, remember when we were dressing indie? That was so disgusting. I was like, that wasn't even a year ago. Like, what are you, what are you so disgusted by? And like, it's not even like a bad style. Like, if you like that style, like, cute, you do you. I, it, like, it's just like this weird thing in our culture where like, as soon as something is out, we uh, we all have to be like immediately disgusted by it. We're like, ugh, what a disgusting thing that we wore. And it's like, it's is it really though? Like, or are you just saying that because it's like not super trendy anymore? I don't know. And it just like, it just contributes more to like the micro trend thing that Andre was talking about. and. I don't know this this topic makes me like really mad but yeah that is so true like and I also feel like like the fact that like um a lot of us are like have access to 
money to buy clothes like we're privileged a lot of us are privileged to actually have the means to get clothes and i feel like we kind of take that for granted as well because like we actually have the means to switch from style to style and i feel like that's very um ungrateful of us because we don't see the other side people who can't afford to switch styles every like two months people who can't afford to buy different pieces every two months so i feel like the whole aspect of people shaming people for other stuff can really have like such a negative negative effect on some people financially too so that can really yeah yeah and aside from like a financial impact i feel like there's kind of a reason why different people have different styles it's because we're all confident in like different clothes, right? And that may also be because of like body shape or our body types, right? And that, as we all know, is not something that we can always control. So like shaming other people for wearing something that's not trendy is just like really uncool because you really don't know like what they're comfortable in and like why they're wearing that um, certain style and i just feel like it's like especially with tiktok it's been so normalized to just like shame people for everything and like everyone thinks it's cool to do that but um it's it's really not when you realize that different people have different reasons for things that they do like you really don't know what's going on in other people's lives so um yeah it's it's just like not cool to conform to like the kind of canceling people or shaming trend yeah, I think what's like really interesting to see is how much like your social environmental, like how much that affects your style because like, so I went to Marshall my freshman year, right? And like over there, you can literally wear whatever you want and like no one really cares because everyone's like so diverse. So everyone just really wears whatever they want. And now that I like went to Langley, literally every single girl here wears Lululemon. Like it's just like, like that's that's just like every single girl wears it, right? And it kind of like, yeah, I like wore Lululemon, but it was mostly for like working out and stuff and for sports, but I never really wore it just like as a casual, like daily thing, like Lululemon aligned t- tanks and like leggings. Like it's not even cute, like at that point, it just kind of just looks like trashy, not trashy, like in a bad way or anything. Just like, it looks so like everyone's trying to be someone else, you know? And I feel like, even it's not even just like the the clothes it's even like their hair and the way i feel like literally everyone at my school has like dyed their like bleach blonde like not that like that's a bad thing but when you have like beautiful like dark hair i don't understand why you have to like fry your hair and it's just like everyone's just like trying to be another person i don't know that's just like at my school everyone low-key dresses the same as well and i feel like if you do kind of dress out of the normal social standards then like people just like don't talk to you because they're like if you can't afford like hundred dollar leggings like it's not like anyone's gonna say that like straightforwardly but it's kind of like in everyone's back of their minds so like honestly it's just like it's just like interesting to see how much like your environment changes your style and your clothes and like in Europe, when I went to Europe and I went to Turkey, everyone's style was like Loki kind of like mine. I don't know why, but it's just interesting to see, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think 
the points that you guys made are really a part of the entire like culture of fast fashion i also think like i think it's so stigmatized to talk about fast fashion like you could go into so many different things about it like some people think or disagree like no it's not classist to hold people accountable to like not buying fast fashion or no it's like it is classist or something like that but i think like with these brands like h&m like everyone knows that brand everyone buys from it for the basics and everyone like it's just quick and easy so that's why it's such a good thing to do but i think that it's because fast fashion has gotten so big that these businesses actually profit off of us like in our arguments like people profit off of us knowing that it's fast fashion they just want to get us around it so like we ignore that the fact that it is fast fashion like i saw i don't know i watched the hassan minaj patriot act about it and like there's some stuff he says that i don't know i think i disagree with and some stuff he says that i agree with i couldn't remember the episode but generally i think that the most important thing he said was keeping your clothes for a long time if you buy from fast fashion is the best way to offset whatever you bought like for example if you buy a white shirt you use it for a couple of days and then you're like okay i can go buy another one or i can go do another thing with it or give it away like if you could do the same thing with it that you did with the basics and then reuse it into whatever you wanted it to be i think that would be the best option there Oh, yeah, I just want to bring up a small story. So, oh, wait, Marion, where are you going to go? Now you can say something. Okay, okay. So this year, um, I was going to take fashion marketing, right? I went to, like, the, my first class, and I literally dropped out of it because when I went into that class, I was just, like, everyone over there was just, like, very much, like, they all dressed exactly the same which was something that I thought was so weird. They all just like exactly the same and they were taking a fashion marketing class and they all thought their fashion was like something amazing, but they were wearing exactly the same thing. And I felt like the entire time I was like in that one class period, I just like kept on thinking about like, this is fashion marketing, like what do they do, but contribute to like fast fashion in a way. So then I was like, then I literally switched to like AP Psych cause I was like, this is not for me because everyone in that class was just like, like you know you know what i mean like they were all just trying to be not themselves they were all trying to be someone else and they were all doing the most basic fashion ever not like i'm like you know saying anything bad about that but it was just like i don't know like i feel like fashion marketing kind of just contributes to the whole fast fashion scheme of things it's giving like those girls who are like sorry madiam but it's giving like you know those girls who are like I never watch Emma Chamberlain, but then they only have her coffee and only dress like her. Or like, same with like people who are like, I don't listen to Ariana Grande, but then act and dress like her. That, that's what I was thinking that entire story. Sorry, Maria. It's okay. I don't know what point I was trying to to make. I don't remember. Oh, oh, I remember now. I, okay. I think about this all the time people it's it's like these fake like environmental activists that like get on tiktok and they're like you should stop buying from Shein. it's so bad for the environment they suck blah 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 and they're like and then people in the comments will be like okay can you have some like recommendations for like sustainable brands that are like affordable and then they won't say anything and then they'll ne their next video will be like urban outfitters haul like girl 
do you not see like the the hypocrisy there like and it'll be people i don't know it just makes me so mad that people are like fast fashion is okay when the thing is expensive but when it's cheap it's bad because i'm a classist and it's like well like if you're gonna buy fast fashion like why why are you like who are you to tell other people that are buying fast fashion that that's just cheaper to like mm, i'm better than you you're not better than them you're not any better than them and they end up just like crapping on like by poc com uh, communities like black and indigenous community uh, communities that like are are under underfunded like they can't they can't get high paying jobs so they have to buy from these really bad companies and they're like yeah i'm better than you it's like like do you not it's like it's i don't know it's so mind-blowing how like all of this intersects with like race and class and like everything okay i'm just gonna like a small thing I don't know. I like kind of like fashion. So I, li I literally dropped out of my fashion marketing class. I don't even know what I'm saying. But anyway, so like fast fashion and like micro trends, like they go together, right? And the thing is with micro trends is that they've like already been done in the past. Like most micro trends are just like clothes from the 90s, clothes from the 80s, clothes from the 70s. And when I like see those types of fashions, I'm like, I've already seen this before. Let me just look in my mom's or dad's closet to find like what I'm looking for. Like literally, with the whole sweater vest thing, I literally got a sweater vest from my dad and wore that as like, oh, that that's my trend, you know, it's cute, whatever. Or I'd literally just go in like my mom's closet and like buy, not buy, but I literally just like steal her clothes and be like, oh, well, this is like cute and trendy. Cause like they still have like all their clothes like from the eighties and nineties. And with like, if you want to buy a micro trend, just know that it's most likely already been done. And if you go to a thrift store, if you go to any store like that or your parents closet, you will most likely find something like that instead of going to like H&M or like other stores where they're literally just making a copy of just like the thing is with H&M it's a very like fast fashion-y store like there is no piece there's like yeah you'll have basics but there's not really like a piece there that isn't trendy or whatever like it's already been done so honestly just like if you are gonna buy like a micro trend like buy like don't buy very expensive um and amounts of it and like quantitative amounts of it because like you're not really going to wear it again so yeah okay so to the point that Antra made about like how every trend is repeated like you can see that in like now and um i follow this person on tiktok um i don't it, you guys can follow her she's great she's like she talks about like um she talks about fashion specifically because she owns like her own sustainable company, but the at is Madeline Pendleton and she is just great. Anyway, so she's, she was talking about how like every single like trend cycle that we go through is like a repetition exactly of what happened 20 years ago. So if you go into a thrift store, like for example, right now we're repeating trends from like the early 2000s. So if you go into a thrift store and you just look for stuff from the early 2000s, you'll be right on trend with everyone else. And I think, like, that's, A, like, a great way to, like, stand, like, be hashtag trendy, but also, like, like, to be sustainable, because, like, thrifting is so much better than, than buying from H&M or even, like, buying from a sustainable brand, because thrifting, you're just buying clothes that have already existed. You, like, sustainable brands are great. Like, if you can afford that, good for you. Like, buy from that if you want also, but don't, don't overconsume, like, sustainable brands, because that, like, de defeats the whole point. Anyway. But like thrift stores, like those are great. 
because like those clothes already exist so they're not producing anything new so you're not just buying stuff that's already existed you give it a new life you live your your trendy life and then you can give it back to the thrift store if you're done with it in like a year or two also but like here's the thing like i think the the major takeaway that everyone I, that I want everyone to take from this episode is like don't overconsume. Like that's my that's my biggest pet peeve. Like it's so easy not to over. It's so actually it's so easy to overconsume to be like, well, look at this cute piece from H and M, and then you buy a hundred of them. You buy it in every single color, and then it's just so easy to do that. But I think the most like the most accessible way to be more sustainable is just to like not buy as much. Like buy. A couple of good quality pieces wear them for like four or five years i think Antra talked about this wear them for like four or five years and then when you're done with them you can give them through the to the thrift store they're still good quality so someone will want to pick them up they're not gonna it's not gonna be like shein clothes that they that you find at the thrift store like when have you ever bought something from shein at the thrift store anyway so yeah that's that's just what i want people to take away from this episode yeah i also really agree with what you said like it's so easy to just think that like oh i want everything because it's so cheap right but i think the point in thrifting also is to kind of select your pieces very specifically so like know what you want going into a store or like when you're going shopping you should have like a list of things that you want or things that you need things that you're looking for um, specifically so that you don't just impulsively buy everything that you see that looks cute. And I think that you don't need to buy all the clothes, all the trendy clothes in order to have a good outfit because like there are so many other things that you can add to an outfit, like accessories, for example, like jewelry or, you know, like sunglasses or, you know, scarves, hair clips, anything. Like all of those things um, can make or break an outfit, honestly, even more than clothes sometimes. And I feel like once you start focusing on those like little details and those little aspects, clothes don't become that or they don't stay that important. So that's another thing that you might want to look into if you're trying to become more sustainable because um, a lot of the times it's easier to think about buying a piece of jewelry, for example, and using it for like five or more years, right? So that might actually help you build your wardrobe and like um, give you some important pieces that you'll be able to use like five, 10 years from now. That is so true, especially the accessory part. Um, But for me, my main takeaway and like the message I'm trying to put through is even though I already said this, I feel like it's really important to research the brands that you that you plan on shopping, that you plan on shopping with, like for their quality, their basically how they do their labor, their production, um, and stuff like that, because that can basically make or break the brand. Um, and you don't want to be supporting something that doesn't have the same morals as you, depending on like anything, whether it's the labor, quality, anything like that. And the second thing was that like for like young people that are like kind of like getting pushed towards like all these trends and stuff like that, like don't worry if like the pair of jeans you got last month already got out of style. Don't worry if the shirt that you bought a couple months ago or a couple weeks ago is um, 
is basically ugly now, ugly in people's eyes, <laughs> basically ugly in people's eyes now, because literally in like a couple months or maybe like maximum a year, that whole style is going to come back. Like if you guys, like it's just so noticeable that there's like such a cycle going on. So just hold on to those pieces. If you like to follow trends, I mean, some people like to, this is their nature. If you like to, then just hold on to those pieces because they're going to come back to that trendy type of look. And yeah, and I feel like you just have to think twice about um, you donating certain pieces and certain clothing because you never know when that can come back and when you would want like want it again. And sometimes don't just donate for the sake of like getting rid of stuff because sometimes you may actually need those pieces and they're not going to be really doing anything in those thrift stores. You just can end up on landfills as well. So yeah, that's all I have to say. That's my main takeaway. Okay, um, so I'll go last. Um, there's a lot to unpack here. So um, basically what Sada said, like, think, and, and what Entra said, like, everything's going to come back. Like, I also have, like, found my mom's clothes from, like, the 80s and 90s and whatever, and I just I just take them because I'm like, oh, this is trendy now. Like, vintage Nike shoes, give them, you know? And, like, <laughs> like, I guarantee you, probably in, like, 10 to 20 years, the e-girl trend is going to be back. <laughs> like, the e-girl trend, the indie-girl trend, all the soft girl, all of that is going to come back. So, like, I don't think it's worth, like, I don't think it's worth keeping, um, I mean, I don't think it's worth donating, like, everything. Because, like Sada said, like, you never know when you, when you want something again. Because there are pieces that I've donated, which I'm happy that, like, somebody else is using them. Like, somebody who needs them is using them. But sometimes I'm just like... Wow, I kind of wish I had that with me right now. <laughs> like, this one looks so cute, you know? Which is, like, a normal thing to feel. Um, I guess my main takeaway, in addition to, like, what everybody else has said, is to kind of just, like, be, I guess, like, be aware of, like, where you're shopping from, which I guess is, like, what Sada said. Like, obviously, research the brand or whatever, but also, like, kind of know whether or not you're going to wear the piece, um, like, whether or not, like, you... Like, if you're just going to wear it once and throw it out, you know, whatever. Like, there's no need for you to, like, be on every single trend. Like, I'm, this is, I know we're, like, doing closing remarks, but do you guys remember that trend? Like, I think it was during the summer. It was that one green dress that Kendall Jenner wore and it had, like, the swirls on it. And everybody went and bought it. And I've seen so many TikToks and YouTube videos of people like, I don't know what to do with this dress now because I wore it once. It didn't look good on me, so now I don't want it anymore. And it's a pretty expensive dress, by the way, because, you know but like trends are always going to come back like pattern styles whatever and i just don't think it's worth trying to be on every single trend because one you're wasting your money you're over consuming and you know you're not going to wear it once that trend is gone so basically buy what you like whether it's a trend or not and just be aware of how much you're consuming and from where you're consuming and um and then everybody else <laughs> summed it up basically so unless Shanti has anything else to add. Yeah, so I think, yeah, I think you guys did sum it up. I think my only point is like, the whole thing on thrifting, my only issue with it is that it does raise prices for like the people that it was intended for, which I don't think is like, I don't know. I think in an ideal world, there would be a whole other like brand of thrift stores that is just for people who want to like, you know, thrift things. Or want to thrift things so that they can have... I don't know how I'm trying to phrase this. But you know, like, the people who are going to thrift stores 
to who have the money to go to other places but just want to like be able to have sustainable materials and stuff and then there's other thrift stores where people who don't have the money to go to other places just use that and i think that would be the best solution but obviously it's hard to launch like a whole company and yeah i think depop also i had mentioned that in the chat not really relating like related to this but like i think depop is also a good thing there i think that's also another like solution and yeah i think that's pretty much for this episode it for this episode slightly shorter episode but also really content filled so i think it's okay and yeah thank you guys for listening and thank you guys for participating and we'll see you guys next week